Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And obviously, all eyes are turning towards the debates tonight. Uh, we'll have a gubernatorial debate here at 6 p.m., and then the presidential debate will kick off at 7 p.m. And uh, this is one of those, it's like, okay, who can help us get to the higher level questions and answers and discussion? Uh, really pleased to be joined by our good friend Scott Howell, a friend of the program, guest host here, uh, someone who makes a difference in our community every single day. Uh, Scott, thanks for joining us. Hey, Boyd, thank you very much for the invitation. I uh, This is like uh, Super Bowl Sunday for me tonight. <laughs> it, <I'm... laughs> a lot of good stuff. Let's, let's start on the, the gubernatorial level, uh, looking at that debate tonight. Uh, and uh, what? how do you shape that one up? What do you think we're going to see tonight? Of course, KSL's own uh, Doug Wright will be the moderator uh, in the room tonight, so he's going to do the managing of that. Uh, but what do you expect to see? What do you expect to learn? You know, it's a really interesting time. It's just amazing to me that the Utah Debate Commission has been able to pull these off, first of all. Think about this, Boyd. These two candidates will have statewide coverage on every media outlet there is, and what an opportunity for people to see what's going to happen with, uh, you know, a brand new governor. And one of the things that I think is going to be very interesting, you know, we, we know Lieutenant Governor Cox, and we know his, pretty much his protocols and what he's done and how he's worked with Gary. The newcomer in this, Chris Peterson, is going to be the, the sleeper in this that I think is going to wake a lot of people you know, I, it was interesting listening to James when he said, we complain about government, we complain about what happens, and as you pointed out, but we elect 90% of them back into office. And I, I think tonight's going to really show uh, that there's a new face in town and someone who's very capable and very uh, uh, very inspiring as a potential new governor uh, Spencer is, he's seasoned. He knows what he's doing. He's got, he, he's really branded a, a, a good, uh, legacy in what he's done, but we've got a candidate who's got new vision and new insight. And I think a lot of the people will be surprised tonight, but for me, 
the greatest thing ever is that we have two candidates to debate and people can watch and see and make up their own minds. Yeah, that's so vital. And it is important for everyone to tune in and uh, and and to make sure that uh, the candidates and the moderator make it worth tuning in. Uh, If we call it must see TV, it better be must see and not just uh, in the uh, NASCAR car wreck uh, kind of mode and uh, and getting that. And I think I I have been impressed both with Chris and uh, with Spencer uh, in terms of their ability to to take the high road on these things, to not get caught in all of the just the vitriol and the you know the rage and anger stuff, uh, both of these uh, both of these gentlemen are are reason thinkers. They're they seem to be kind of in the practical tactical. The thing I love about Chris is he is a he is a uh, he's a balls and strikes kind of guy. He's like if this yeah. works, we'll do this. If it doesn't, we'll do that. Uh, so he seems to be open there. Uh, you know Chris Peterson a little better than uh, than the rest of us do. Yeah, what what should viewers watch for tonight as they both watch and listen uh, to Chris Peterson as a candidate? You know I, what what I've really sat back and observed is his sincerity and his desire to really make a difference. He's not in this, and he knows that it's a. Uh, David versus Goliath. I mean, he knows that. He knew it from the beginning, but he wants to give back. He wants to serve his community. And I've gotten to know him uh, really well over the the last few months. And, you know, a family man, uh, his his wife is is also an attorney, a really capable uh, attorney, and then his kids. Uh, And he loves being a dad. And I, I think one thing about him is he, early on in life, he, he gave a, a lot of his uh, youth to uh, service projects, and he was really service-oriented. And I think his command of the law is something that's really remarkable. Uh, you know, he worked in the Obama administration. Uh, he, he worked in the financial division. So he was out there fighting for justice and reform when it comes to uh, irresponsible lenders and things like that. Um, the other thing that really is remarkable in the sense of he is extremely bright, but he doesn't come across as uh, a know-it-all. Uh, I, I've sat down and had some deep conversations with him about the Constitution, about what's going on in Utah, and he gets it real fast. And yeah. He's got an affinity for rural Utah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he well, loves rural Utah. That, that's good. And, uh, of course, that's a uh, a space that uh, Spencer Cox has really owned, yes. uh, being from rural yep. Utah and, and being that voice. And, uh, again, I, I hope it's a debate tonight that is thick on substance and solutions and vision because we, we are in a such a unique space as a state. The next four years and really the next eight years – uh, I think are going to determine a lot about where we are 30 or 40 years from now in terms of a state and the opportunities are great. So we will, we will watch that and uh, move that along. We got just a couple minutes left, Scott, and I wanted to get your take on the presidential sure. debate, uh, looking at uh, what's going to happen, where people are likely to go. Uh, so I want you to put your consulting hat on. And uh, if you are consulting uh, Joe Biden, what is your one piece of advice tonight? Uh, whether or not you think he will follow it, just give that advice. And then one piece of advice for the president tonight, again, whether or not he will follow it, uh, irrespective of that. I think my one piece of advice to Joe would be very clear. He needs to focus back in on the positive uh, things that are going on in our country. And I think where he can challenge uh, legitimately is about China. 
and what happened with regards to uh, the uh, pandemic. And I think the second area is on the economy. You know, it, it cratered very, very quickly. And I, uh, those would be my two uh, areas that are legitimate things that uh, uh, citizens have the right to know. I think the Vice President Trump, I would talk about the things that he's been able to do without the hyperbole. You know, I think Americans just want to know the facts. Just tell us. If we're going to have a vaccine next week, tell us that, but don't make it, well, it's really next month. Well, it's really, you know, just tell the facts. I think most Americans really want to be able to, to know where they are. I think both of them are going to lose if they get into the nitty gritty and then they start picking on each other. If they yeah. talk about uh, their children or Biden hunter or, you know, right. they get into the weeds on that. It's just going to turn people off. And, That's right. And, and I, I think you've got to pivot to the positive in this. And Joe has to show some enthusiasm um, and he's got to be able to take some of those punches from the president when he goes slow. Yeah, um, it's a hard thing to do, but it's the right thing to do. And they, they cannot show any anger. They have got to yes. show some uh, respect to each other, to, to the lives of the uh, millions of Americans who just really want good leadership. Yeah. Oh, and I'm, I'm glad you landed on leadership, because I think that is the the essence of this whole thing. And the uh, the person uh, the thing that I want to see tonight in terms of that elevated conversation, uh, I think is going to come down uh, to the person I'm really praying for tonight <laughs> that I hope does incredibly well, and that's Chris Wallace. <laughs> he, oh, he, yeah. he, he's got a very difficult job. I'm watching the shot clock, seven hours, 15 minutes, 52 seconds left, uh, game time. Uh, he has yeah. a tough thing, but he's good at this. I love he's the good. fact. I love the fact that he's the solo moderator. I think that will help. Yep. Because then you really can get to those second and third level questions right. on a topic, and uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Well, Scott Howell, well, thanks so much for joining thank us. Thank you, uh, and, and, and we'll have you back for a quick. Go ahead. Well, I, well thank you, and, and I'm just like you. I uh, I said uh, this morning in my prayers, I said, both, bless both of them, that we'll get some facts and reality. So we're on the same page, boy. All right. Very good. Scott Howell, thank thanks you, so much friend. for joining us. We'll talk to you very soon. All right, we'll go ahead and step aside for a quick commercial break. Uh, final segment coming up. Lots to think about on a Tuesday. A uh, few thoughts about where we are in relationship to where we should be as a country. Find out what we're thinking about next. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.